0: The Morning Hookup on ESPN Lincoln. Welcome back in the Morning Hookup Hour number two on a Thursday with my guy Will Wilson. Haven't opened up the blind yet. I'm scared to see if the sun even exists in Lincoln, Nebraska. But you know where it's always sunny at
1: Philadelphia. Uh,
0: yeah, there too. But uh, it's always sunny, always happy, always hopping. It's with our guy out in Vegas, Marco D'Angelo, WagerTalk dot com. Marco, what's up?
1: Hey guys, uh, sad time of the year. We only got uh, you know, two more foot or three more football games.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Don't bring it up. Don't bring it up. It means Marco will go on. a... He'll go on his little hiatus vacation, and we won't get a chance to talk to him. Sad.
1: You know where to find me. I know. I know.
0: <laughs> I might just have to plan a trip or something. That's all I do. Marco, uh, looking back, obviously we've got you know we've got a couple uh, conference championships coming up that we're going to get to in depth with you. Uh, looking back at last week, anything that I mean, obviously you gave us the picks. Anything that surprised you, minus the uh, Philadelphia Giant sleeper.
1: Well, you know, we actually expected that in the Philadelphia game, so I was, you know, I was happy with the outcome of that one. But uh, I'll be honest, I'm, I'm kicking myself a little bit about the the Cincinnati uh, Buffalo uh, game last week, and as did everybody, uh, we made just way too much out of the three offensive linemen uh, out for Cincinnati. It's you know, we always talk about the injured player theory, but that doesn't work whenever you have, you know, supposedly whenever you have cluster injuries at one position that Cincinnati had. But to watch that game, you know, they had no problems, and Buffalo looked like a team that never played in snow before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what they were trying to accomplish defensively. They were playing so far off the receivers at the line of scrimmage, they had no shot of making coverages and cincinnati you know picked them apart the one aspect of the game that why i am kicking myself on that one is we talk about situational stuff on the show with you guys all the time Mm -hmm. and cincinnati had two big you know situations that were motivational factors and they took it to the hilt they were a team that was playing with a chip on their shoulder first of all they never got the opportunity To have that game last week in Cincinnati because of what happened on that Monday night game with the game being suspended and then uh, subsequently uh, being canceled. The big thing, though, was the NFL selling the AFC championship games before last week's games were played. Um, The 50,000 tickets that were sold in Atlanta, uh, that was bulletin board material for the Bengals. And I don't know if you guys caught it. The um, Cincinnati official Twitter account for the Bengals, <laughs> not very long after the game, uh, the clocks went to zero. They sent out a public service message, make sure everybody that got AFC championship uh, tickets in Atlanta get their refunds. <laughs> mm,
0: I think that, that translated to uh, Joey Burrows' postgame comments, too, as they asked him the same question. He said, better get those refunds.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it just, you know, that was the one part of it that, uh, they had. Now, obviously they don't have that uh, luxury this week uh, of playing with a chip on their shoulder. The team that should have a chip on their shoulder will be the Chiefs, uh, you know, when we get to that one and break it down because obviously, uh, we all know that Joe Burrow and the Bengals have now beaten the Chiefs and Pat Mahomes three straight. They've all been decided by three points, ironically, but they have won, uh, three straight.
0: Yep, I'm going to say that. I'm going to let will have that game when he gets asked about it. So, All right. yeah, how about that? I like it too. I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm doing nice gestures on a Thursday. Also, Marco, the the, the Cowboys, man, it feels like they could have won that game, but Dak Prescott, yeah. he's just is uh, they can't do anything, but he doesn't seem like the answer.
1: Well, um I bought into it. You know, we talked about I, you know, I liked the under in that game. I handicapped that part of the game correctly. Mm-hmm. I said that is the game that gave me the most trouble for picking a side. By Sunday, I was locked into Dallas and taking the points. And really, as you said, Dallas should, you know, they could have won that football game. If not for the two interceptions, they do win that football game. And, you know, it's not funny, but once again, we got Dak. I mean, this yeah, is a growing, you know, problem with the Cowboys. You know, we we had two liabilities going into that game. Uh, you know, we said it was a coaching mismatch, putting you know Shanahan versus uh, Mike McCarthy. That that was clear. But I felt that even with the past problems that Dak has had in the playoffs, not being able to win the big game, the fact that he got that. You know, so to speak, the monkey off his back last week, or I should say two weeks ago, whenever he played uh, Tampa Bay on the Monday night playoff game, thought that momentum going in versus, you know, Brock Purdy, as much as we love everything he's done, that was the toughest defense that he was going to face to date. And, you know, he passed that test. He didn't have a great game, but he didn't lose the game for the 49ers where Dak did. And now, in the end of the day, that was the difference of the game. The Cowboys' defense played, you know, well for, you know, most of the game. Uh, a couple plays there. The the catch, you know, uh, San Francisco and uh, Kittle It's just, how do you stop that? I mean, the the ball should have been dropped two different times, Mm -hmm. possibly even intercepted, and if the defender, I don't know where he was going, the the one coming late to the scene just touches Kittle, he knocks the ball out of there, and he just totally whiffs on him, uh, just goes right by him. Uh, So... Game of inches, San Francisco made all the right plays. But it'll be a fun game this week. I think that's going to be – both games are going to be good, uh, looking at them in paper. But um, seeing that defense go into Philadelphia, it's going to be going to be a fun game.
0: Yeah, I, let's just go there. Because I think this – again, you look at it, you've got two number one seeds, you've got a two seed, you've got a three seed. So you got uh, what maybe people predicted was going to be or minus a Buffalo or the Bengals in that situation. But you look at that first game, you've got San Francisco, they're traveling out east – uh, to take on the one-seed Eagles. The Eagles look like they didn't miss a beat with Hurts coming back, and they look good on both sides of the ball. But on the other side, you got the great defense of San Fran. Does it translate? Does it travel? This will be the best team that Brock Purdy has had a chance to go and be the quarterback since he got going.
1: Yeah, definitely his toughest game on the road, no question about that. I think when the Dallas defense is healthy, I think Dallas's defense is every bit as good as Philadelphia's. Now, the big mantra that I said last week when we broke down the Philadelphia game um, and talked about the Giants, we said the difference in this game was that the Giants are not going against the Minnesota defense this week okay that 's the big difference. You know both teams in that giant Minnesota game went up and down the field. Um, the Giants just made a couple more plays against a, a horrible Minnesota defense. Now I've got to say the same thing for Philadelphia this week. They're not going against the Giant defense, mm-hmm. okay? That's the difference in this game. And, yes, um, Jalen Hurts didn't show any signs of problems last week. Hey, when you jump out 14 nothing playing at home against a team that the Giants, and let's be honest, the Giants have overachieved all year. Um, the only team that actually had a, a – a better record and overachieved more in, you know, from the stats to what the win loss record was, was the team the Giants beat the week before, Minnesota. The metrics just didn't show Minnesota should have had the winning record that they did. They should have been closer to a 500 team by their differential of points. But Philadelphia, once they had the lead the way they did, the Giants had to change their game plan, okay? Barkley becomes no factor and they had to rely on trying to throw the football and it just kept getting worse. This week, if Jalen Hurts doesn't have success uh with the ball on the ground the way they did last week, and has to carry the team with his arm, uh I like him as a quarterback, but let's face it, this is only you know, he's not a seasoned veteran either, okay? This is new territory for him as well. I always say on your show Give me the better defense getting points. And that is clearly the 49ers. And the one thing about the 49ers in all of their games, when you do watch them, is the first drive of the game and the first drive of the second half. And that goes back to, I mean, you know, everybody was making references uh, the week before whenever we were talking about the 49ers in Dallas, how this was a throwback, you know, to the glory days of the 90s. What was the signature mark of the 49ers? It was those first 15 scripted plays. You know, you go back to the days of Bill Walsh. Kyle Shanahan always has a good attack out of the gate and out of the locker room at halftime. And that's key, you know, if you get possessions and you translate those into points, uh it sets the tone for the game. And I think that the 49ers uh are the better team uh, defensively clearly, and I think it's a toss up offensively because what they might be lacking with Purdy, they have more playmakers around him than Philadelphia has around Jalen Hurts. We saw what happened to Philadelphia when Jalen Hurts was out. We didn't see that when San Francisco lost their first quarterback, Trey Lance, and when they lost their second quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, That is a product of the system, and it's everybody around them, and then they only made this team that much better when they went out and got Christian McCaffrey. That might be the trade of the century, mm. uh, really, for an impact on a team, um, how much better he made that team because he's so versatile. I mean, you've got to worry about him in the straight running back position. You've got to worry about him catching the ball out of the backfield. And he can even line up out of the backfield and in the slot and present mismatches to you. And then, oh, when you worry about him, then you got Kittle coming across the middle after you know Debo goes deep and clears out the middle for you. This is going to be an interesting game. If Philadelphia can find a way to stop those, or Purdy has a bad game that we've yet to see, then Philly has a chance. But I don't see it. I've got San Francisco winning twenty-three to seventeen.
0: Hey, Mark, and real quick, like with the the Niners. Uh, right there. I know there's, like you said, the bulletin board material. Is there also some factor that's like, when it looks good, it could be good. Like the Brock Purdy thing, that's that team's rallied around him. Does some of that go into this thought process?
1: Well, it, it's a great story for the 49ers in, in going in every week that he wins another game. The yeah. comparison to him and how Tom Brady got on the football field, I, I mean, they're going to be etched forever. And if he does make it to the Super Bowl with this team, oh. you know, it, it's going to be. Now, you guys know my history with the Steelers. If you remember, with Ben Roethlisberger's rookie year, mm-hmm. he came in, I think it was in week one or week two, when Tommy Maddox were, and I remember the hit, I thought he was dead. Yeah, I, I yeah. mean, he he went out like a light, uh, came in, he took them all the way to the AFC Championship game. Now he did lose that; he didn't make the trip to the Super Bowl, but they had that run. Um, Brock Purdy has a chance to go to the next level. Now, granted, Ben Roethlisberger had to do it for the whole season. Uh, he came in, you know, late in the season, you know, uh, but still, this is an accomplishment that we just don't see anymore, and it's a product now with um, quarterbacks. They don't have the time, you know, whenever we were young, you know, Bill, you never saw a rookie quarterback until at least the second or third year Mm -hmm. at the earliest. But now, the way the contracts are, it's a a different story, and it's the economics. And that's why Cincinnati became as good as they are. They're two best players. Think about it. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, okay, that often. They're linked together. They're both on their rookie contracts. That's why they have so much cap space to be able to get pieces around them. If Brock Purdy continues this, we know Jimmy Garoppolo's going to be the odd man out cuz they can't pay him the contract and Trey Lance, who's still on a rookie contract, um, you know they're going to have decisions there. But you've got a guy that's not making a ton of money. That gives you so much more, uh, so many more options mm-hmm. for pieces around to build a team and make it a franchise team quicker than the old days.
0: We're talking to Marco D'Angelo. Let's move on to the yeah! next game. We got Cincinnati <laughs> heading to Kansas City. The line movement of this game has been insane. What line do you have it at right now, and who are you going with?
1: Well, let's just call it the Patrick Mahomes watch, okay? I mean, it opens up KC, the favorite, briefly on Sunday. Everybody, you know, saw... You know, Mahomes limping around the game. I am really surprised he came back in the second half. When they didn't let him play the rest of the second quarter and then go into the locker room and, you know, sit for 15, 20 minutes and come back out, I didn't think he would play. He did, but you saw he was in constant constant pain. Um, the way he made throws basically off of, you know, one leg, he wasn't able to get his full plant the way he would. Uh that 's a concern, and nobody really knows until we get out there on Sunday um, at game speed and see how effective he 's going to be. so the market immediately adjusted itself. it went to Cincinnati one, then it was Cincinnati one and a half. it even got up to two, and then there was you know some buyback and right now i 'm looking across the board you know here in Vegas and i 'm seeing um, k c back to minus one i 'm seeing the game at Pickham. Um, so it 's going to be back and forth. I told people all week um, on the earlier shows that I did is whoever was the favorite at the time use the six point teaser and tease the dog over the touchdown okay because, as I alluded to, these two have had a history, even though cincinnati 's won all three they 've come down to the final possession um, and that 's one thing that makes it a problem for Vegas not knowing what to do with this line because advantage players do know that that if you get this game up over a touchdown with one of the two teams that's a plus EV, expected value play, uh, to do and right now if you were a sharp, a sharp shopper you could have a Cincinnati plus seven and a half teaser in your pocket and you could also have a Kansas City plus seven and a half teaser in your pocket and obviously the best teaser with that would have been teasing San Francisco in the other game uh, to eight and a half. And a lot of people have done that. And there's nothing wrong with that. And then you come back on Sunday when you're closer to the game and know who and what is in the lineup. And if you feel confident, then you make your play. I'm going to make my play. I'm going to feel confident, and here's why. Whether it is Mahomes or it is Chad Henney, Chad Henney, I'm not going to sit here and try to tell you he's just as capable of a backup as Mahomes. That would be idiotic of me. But what I will tell you is he's capable enough with the weapons he has to move the football team. And granted, Cincinnati is better defensively than Jacksonville, I understand that. But the fact that Andy Reid, when Mahomes went out and Henny came in, and they were at the two-yard line. He didn't shrivel up and play conservative Andy Reid. That showed me a lot. He let him throw the football. And that 98-yard drive goes, you know, worlds for his Mm -hmm. confidence, Uh, Chad Henney, if he has to come into this game. Now, you know, do I prefer Mahomes? Yes. But if I have Mahomes at 60% and I've got Henny at 100%, I'd rather have Henny at 100%, uh, in this game. Because part, you know, one of the biggest parts of Mahomes' games is his mobility and his ability to extend plays. So we want to be able to have that. But I think Kansas City wins this game. Uh, you've got the, you know, the triple revenge factor. And I, again, I don't want to belabor the point. I say it all the time. Revenge is the most overused word in sports betting, mm-hmm. except there's, there are places, and this is the top of the list, playoff revenge. When you end someone's season, that team does not forget it, okay? And Cincinnati ended Kansas City's season. And if you go back to that game last year, unfortunately, um, you know, for the listeners, I was on – Cincinnati in that game. I felt that Cincinnati or excuse me, Kansas City after that game against Buffalo, in the way the final five minutes of that game went, and the overtime period and everything, everybody to a T was saying the AFC championship game was a week early. Okay? Everybody had Kansas City penciled in to the Super Bowl after they beat Buffalo last year. And just like last week, that gave Cincinnati bulletin board material. They came in, and they got the win. Did I think they would get the win? No, but I thought they would cover I thought it would be, again, one of those three-point games. But, you know, hey, they pulled off the victory they don't have that advantage this year and i think last week's game was a little bit too satisfying for them yes they want to get back to the super bowl but so does kansas city playing on the road for the second week in a row i'm going with kansas city i think they've got enough weapons to get this done i'm hoping we get an 80% mahomes will be enough for me uh to do it i like it and you know what those injuries on the offensive line last week kudos to them But, again, I said I don't understand what defense they were in last week, Buffalo, and those offensive linemen never really got threatened. Let's see what happens this week. I'm going with Kansas City, um, and uh, we're going to go ahead and lay the points, and I actually think it's going to be of the two games this week uh, where both games the over-under is about the same, I think this one goes over the total. I think we're going to see points here. Uh, Let's call it Kansas City and the over
0: Uh, I'm sure you felt your phone. Yeah, sorry, Uh, your phone buzz because a uh, former host hanging out who is a big Chiefs fan. If you don't aren't right, I'm not sure he'll be able to talk to you anymore. He he thinks that he thinks that you just preach the gospel.
1: Yes, I, I, I've heard from our, our boy Nick this week, uh, yeah, and I said, keep me updated, uh, you know, on the uh, Patrick Mahomes situation and, uh, where we're going uh, as we get closer to game time. But, uh, it's gonna, I tell you what, uh, you know, you talked about we had two number one seeds and a two and a three, you mm-hmm. couldn't ask for much, uh, more, Um in, the three-seed is, is a question mark of whether it really should have been a three-seed, you know? Yeah. So, uh it, this is as good as it gets, and this is what we... We p- go all football season for to get to the championship week, and then you gotta wait two weeks. They make us, you know, get that extra week in between before the Super Bowl. But, you know, this is the most exciting weekend, uh, you know, to see who gets to go to the Super Bowl, but it is bittersweet because if I open the show with it means we only got three more games. Yeah, I know.
0: That's all right. We enjoy every ten, every minute you give us, Marcos. So all right, before we get you out of here, I know the build up the Super Bowl after this is gonna happen, we'll be talking about that a lot. Uh, but again, there is this beautiful app out there that you can it is, find guys. a lot of great stuff tell us about it one more time
1: i you know download wager talk tv you get everything in the palm of your hand you can play it you know have it on your tablet whatever uh all of our shows are archived there and of course you know me uh i'm gonna tout our favorite, my favorite show bet on it uh you know that'll be coming to an end but we've got daily shows as well mm-hmm. guys we cover the nba college basketball we've got a hockey show uh you check it out everything is there a lot of free picks on there and uh we also teach you if if you're new to sports betting as we know you know all of the states keep we keep adding new states uh across the country legalizing sports betting and people don't understand how to sports bet we've got uh, sports betting 101 handicapping 101 videos teach you all the terms and how to do things uh it's a great product
0: also, Marco, this weekend, are you going to be playing the Pegasus at all?
1: I'll be working on the Pegasus, uh, might have something i'll either tweet it out or of course you know my clients will get that we have been locked in guys <laughs> i don't want to jinx myself but uh we're on a 9-0 and run with uh our basketball and hockey plays uh this week so far so wow. i've got my nose to the grindstone there i want to i want to keep that going but uh we should have something in uh the horse race as well because you know i'll be in a sports book on saturday you yeah. know it's going to be on one of the big screens uh, you know we'll we'll get you covered chicken Jigger, <laughs> wings and sports betting so we go for yes. That's what sir. We love so,
0: Marco. Great stuff, man. We appreciate you, man. Take care, and we'll talk to you soon.
1: All right, guys, let's have a, let's catch some tickets. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. Thanks,
0: Marco. See you, Marco. That's Marco, Marco dot com. Again, if you missed any of that ex- intense breakdown of the games, sports gambling and chicken wings. And chicken wings. That's man. what America does. That's what we do, man. That's what these weekends are for. So, all right, let's take a break. We come back. She's staring at me. We're going to be uh, capping with Corey.